we've learned anything from these past couple of years, my fellow Americans, is that personal medical freedom and liberty are in crisis. America Out Loud Pulse brings together the top experts in healthcare-related fields to keep you a beat ahead. This is Dr. Peter Bregan with Ginger Bregan. Hi, folks. Today is momentous in terms of our interview with one of the people I respect most in the world. And he works with a group of people that I respect enormously. This is Major General Paul Vallelee. He has a new book out, Invisible Treason, which is written with two other people, General Tom McInerney and Mary Fanning. Tom McInerney, we deeply love. We know him a little bit better uh, than, than we know uh, General Valerie, but we've had him on too. I, I think these are three of the best people in the world, honestly. I'm going to say it again. Major Paul Valerie, Major General, General Tom McInerney, and Mary Fanning. So their new book is Invisible Treason, and the three of them have yet another book coming out, which I hope to see the manuscript of soon, and that's Beyond Treason. These are devoted Americans, such as few we have in this world today, or they wouldn't have to be writing the books that they are writing. General Valley um, has just published a stunning uh, work uh, on his um, substack, and it's called Operation Sinaloa. And I want to just leap directly into that to welcome him on the show. I want to say he has just an incredibly outstanding uh, uh, career. He's retired. Um from the U.S. Army. Um, I'll just read you the top line. Paul E. Vallely retired in 1991 from the U.S. Army as Deputy Commanding General, U.S. Army Pacific in Honolulu, Hawaii. His expertise in uh, specialties of defensive and offensive warfare are incredible. Um, his uh, the various aspects of knowledge he has about the subjects he's going to talk about are out the ceiling. Uh, General Valley, welcome to America Out Loud Pulse. And again, Peter Bregan and Ginger Bregan. Well, happy to be with you, Ginger and Peter. Uh, I respect you just as well for all the work that you have done and are doing. It's a battle to save America, restore America, our Constitution. And uh, we're all working. I look at us, at us as a team working towards that end to inspire, to educate, connect the dots for the uh, American people uh, and others uh, of what we need to do to recover. Because this year is going to be terribly chaotic uh, leading up to the election in November. And America, you need to be prepared for it. It's not going to be good. But it's going to be good when we elect President Trump again, I can tell you that. Well, it's so good to be seeing you. I, I Just a personal note, when I opened up Invisible Treason and started to look at the opening pages, there, there's two or three pages of endorsements, and there the first endorsement 
put there by Mary Fanning I'm, I, <laughs> was mine. I was so touched by that. Well, and uh, I, I'm just delighted to be working with you. Now, you talk about in Operation Sinaloa right. how the cartels are really, they're really war machines on our southern border. So our border's not only open, there's a war machine down there that invades us, attacks us, kills our people. And that's the story that um, that I'd like you to get across to Americans today and the world. Yeah. Well, thank you, Peter. I, we Our team uh, is made up of a number of national security experts. Uh, we have a whole publication division at the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation that General McInerney and I formed back in 2006 in Washington, D.C., but in 2017, we put together a plan for President Trump uh, to eliminate the cartels, take them out of business, protect our southern border, uh, do what we had to do uh, to prevent illegal immigration, illegal border crossers coming across our southern border, as well as our northern border and into our airports and, and ports of sea. So uh, we put together Sinaloa, and that basically is a offensive plan to take down the cartels. Now, President Trump did the first part of it, which was the defensive part, restoring order on the border, remain in Mexico, uh, the wall, uh, funding uh, the border patrol people, uh, the ICE people, immigration control and immigration. And, and so, but that was a defensive plan. He also, the states uh, put down there some uh, National Guard. There were some active uh, duty forces down there as well, helicopter units, surveillance, recon. But it was a defense. But when you have a militarized forces, the cartels who have better weapons, better equipment, better vehicles, helicopters, drones, cyber, than the Mexican government. And they're only a few hours south of our border. And so uh, Trump did not follow through or his people or the Defense Department to conduct the planning and operation to take down the cartels. And I, I passed on to President Trump that General Boykin, a special ops guy like I was, we could take the cartels down in seven days with an operation using our Navy SEALs, special forces, uh, air and the assets we have to do that, two o'clock in the morning, we're in there. Seven days later, they're gone. And the Treasury Department to take them out of action through the banking system, cut off all funds, transfer of monies. So that's the plan. And uh, we've just uh, uh, reintroduced that plan. And that's what you have in an article that was written yesterday uh, that basically says we uh, Operation Sinaloa is alive and well, but we need now Trump when he comes into office to get the Defense Department to conduct a, air, a war plan operation against the cartels. That's the way we protect and have these killers of our children with this fentanyl that's coming in, fenced with the Chinese Communist Party as they put together the, all of these ingredients you need. Uh, and uh, the pills today can't even be recognized, but uh, they have fentanyl in them and other things. And they're poisoned to the bodies, and that's why hundreds of thousands. I don't even know what the count is now, Ginger, on the number of uh, people we've lost through fentanyl and drugs. But they're in all our cities. The cartels have agents uh, in every major city, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, New York. Uh, and uh, 
these uh, agents uh, uh, get the shipment coming in and they get the money then to pay people uh, to uh, distribute uh, these drugs throughout America. Now, at and the same it, time, they're also funding these illegal border crossers coming across. There's a total distribution network. This is not uh, this is not your uh, street corner drug dealer, although that may occur at the bottom of the uh, hierarchy. But but this is a whole uh, actual like a corporate organization yeah. that's been put together and expanded over time. I think the one of the more recent statistics I heard was we lose over 100,000 people in the United States to fentanyl and related drug overdoses a year at this point in time. And uh, generally, if, if, if uh, the federal government was actually able to shut down the cartels and the trafficking across the southern border and really aggressively stop that, we would uh, save most of those lives. It would be such disorganization. It would take a long time for uh, drug dealers to start to try and put together alternative uh, routes to get the materials into the country. So uh, this plan is so important on so many levels in terms of the security of the United States and saving the lives of American citizens every day. Yeah, well, and, and also the sex trafficking. Yes. Children trafficking, the Voice of Freedom uh, that was uh, just out uh, a few months ago, uh, they also foster all of that. They have found uh, safe houses uh, outside of Phoenix, for example, outside of Tucson, where they have these children and women basically incarcerated under wrap that they can then sell and make money on. So it's a full operation. And people have to understand the Mexican government, the president of Mexico, are controlled by the cartels. That's why the Mexican government doesn't put them out of uh, operation. So we'd be liberating money. It Mexico. all comes back to power, money, well, we and greed. Yeah, so it occurs to me we'd be liberating Mexico if we destroyed the cartels. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great view. And uh, th that's what needs to be done. Instead, we're, we're wasting all of this money in Ukraine that's going down the toilet. Uh, Putin is going to get his way there. Uh, but we've got these external threats that we're facing also. Our military is at its lowest attrition rate, I mean, highest attrition rate, the lowest number since World War II. That's they can't the get good, the good people they can't get people to enlist in the armed forces. They don't want to be a part of this woke uh, Pentagon that we have. Yeah. We've uh, our, our friend Li Ming Yan, I'm sure you know her, who's the Chinese dissident that has come over to the U.S. at great risk to herself and other people and uh, just a wonderful human being. She's talked about the uh, tens of thousands of military age Chinese communists coming across the border. And she makes the point that that these people could, didn't on their own leave China. That doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't get to leave yeah. China on your own. Yeah, you, you don't get, get a plane up. ticket. No, yeah. you don't get... You Unless get it's bought by the government, right? Yeah, exactly. And she had to be <clears throat> go to great extremes to leave through Hong Kong. Um, and um, that these are now sleepers, sleeper soldiers in America ready to attack us if the 
war heats up and to do sabotage us, they can do incredible damage. Um, incredible, beyond belief. That's another aspect of these open borders. Yeah. Well, we have clueless leaders. It's intentional. Mayorkas, all of these people are so incompetent. They have an agenda. It's on purpose. They've designed it that way. And we've had to endure that for the last three years. Now, another point, Ginger and Peter, is the, uh, Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. Okay? If you go up there, it almost looks like two-thirds of the population is Chinese. So the Chinese work the banking system through Vancouver all the back, all the way through to Toronto, Ontario. So you have all of that going on in the north, which most people have no idea uh, what's going on. If you look at Upper New York State, uh, the crossing borders up into Canada, they're coming across there as well, and they're bringing drugs across the north. So uh, you know, not this far, is, this that's is, not far from us in Ithaca, New York. No, yeah. not at all. I can't remember the crossing point up in New York, but uh, there's a name for it. But anyway, it's back yeah. in my mind. You and me. Well, I'm older than you. That's further back in my <laughs> mind than in yours. The, um, I've been looking at some of the books that have been written about this now, about how much the Chinese have been cultivating the Canadians for a long time. Long time. I'm sure that fits in beautifully with the current administration up there who uh, just must uh, love this Chinese invasion. Well, they do. And then Fidel son, who's Justin Trudeau, a lot of people don't know that Fidel Castro is uh, his father. We validated all of that. Years. Have you validated that? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did some bio uh, resemblances and all that. And Justin looks just like Fidel at 19 years old. And then Margaret Trudeau, uh, because China and Cuba have always been, always been uh, very close. So uh, Pierre Trudeau and uh, Margaret used to go down to Canada uh, or down to Cuba during the wintertime. They loved the weather down there. Uh -huh. Well, Margaret started having an affair with Fidel very early on. And one of her last trips, she got pregnant and came back, had Justin. Oh. Nine months later, she flies back to Havana. We have a picture of it of her and Justin, and she is passing Justin on to Fidel that this is your son. He was about nine months old at that time. Yeah, there's, a, so it's, it's. Oh, I've not, never heard any of this. Thank God for you. This is, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> this, I didn't expect this show to be entertaining and comical in some ways. <laughs> but I want to read a, a paragraph, uh, well, just yeah. four lines from, from your, your new report that's on your Substack, And it's, again, it's, um, it's uh, Operation Sinaloa. And uh, you're describing the the armaments that that the um, rebels across the border, the uh, cartel, the so-called cartels have, and, and includes a heavy 50 caliber sniper guns, RPGs, which are uh, propelled grenades, uh, uh, Kalishnikov full automatic machine guns. These are Russian made, incredibly destructive firepower, you say. And uh, and both of them are, are heavily used in the war in Ukraine. And you mentioned that it looks like weapons are coming out of the Ukraine and, and getting to the cartel. It draws this circle of insanity through the Ukraine and um that's extremely important, the point you make. Um, 
And you talk about military vehicles that they use that are, you know, armored trucks um, that are, uh, I think they nickname rhinoceroses and monsters. Um, I'm sure there are drones too. Drones, drones as well. Drones must play a very important yeah. part all along that They border. do because they can control the traffic coming up through the provinces down there from Mexico all the way across Texas, uh, Arizona, and California. And so those drones are working all the time to watch where our border control people are, where the openings are. So they're very sophisticated. They're very smart. These are very skilled people running the cartels. I'll bet they're aware of history, too, that basically they're moving to a taking back what Mexico ceded to us in wars and uh, mm -hmm. as we Banded from 13 colonies for to uh, from sea to shining sea. Right. Uh, they're, they're probably aware of uh, and motivated by uh, yeah. by that kind of historical precedent. Um, okay, we're going to break now. Uh, we're, we're talking with General Vallee, and uh, we will be back in a moment from America Out Loud Pulse with Peter and Ginger. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. And we're back. We'd like to broaden the concept a little bit, Not certainly not beyond your knowledge at all. You have more knowledge about it than I do. But to that America is really under siege. And it's under siege, not just by the Biden administration or by communist China. It's under siege by a coalition of what Ginger and I call the global predators. We talk about them in our book, COVID-19 and the global predators. And some of the familiar names of the organizations uh, that people are aware of are Klaus Schwab's WEF, where executives from hundreds of corporations that believe in globalism, which is virtually every powerful international uh, corporation. They, they see their future in being able to run the world. They see their future and their, even their present with communist China because they, they can invest there strictly by just passing a little corruption around and and uh, working with them and having a tremendous uh, uh, um, kinds of uh, wealth generated that they can't do in America, where they might have to go through Congress, might have to be investigated, might have to pass through the FCC or some other uh, committee or some other, uh, rather, some other agency, uh, FTC. Um, so 
this is worldwide. And you've you've got uh, conferences where these people meet on a regular basis, from secret conferences to open conferences like the ones uh, being conducted at WEF and by the former mayor of New York. Uh, it's just um, a, a, a kind of a first time ever opportunity for the predators to make a global empire. I think that's what we're looking at. And we like to divide it into the Eastern Empire and the Western Empire. The Western Empire, which is the remnants of what America was going in the wrong direction with, I think, with the Bushes and with uh, a lot of a lot of our presidents until Trump, where we were the policemen of the world and we were on the boards and directing a lot of the, the big internationalist organizations. That's uh, America's power is being vastly reduced in that regard and it's becoming more and more a globalist organization that's uh, running us, running the world, aims to really run humanity. Gen General, would you elaborate on that or even sure. tell me I'm not really too good on that and let me know what you no, think. Uh, you're absolutely right. We've studied it. Uh, we've written, uh, it's in our books, uh, by yes. the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, Zurich is is the capital in Switzerland of the World Health Organization, yep. World Economic Forum, and some other uh, companies uh, that prospered by uh, forcing the COVID around the world. And so uh, I think it's next week. That group will be meeting in Davos, Switzerland, uh, headed by Klaus Schwab, as, as you mentioned. And they're going to go over the new world as they see it. No borders. One world government basically do away with anything that's patriotic or symbolic of a historical Europe in France or Germany or or the United States. Uh, trying to go to a meatless society uh, where uh, they're already pushing that. Uh, you see the control the governments are. Uh, and and by the way, all these government leaders are tied into that. And that's what makes Obama and Biden a, a puppet almost of that. Yes. Now, two people who don't buy into this World Economic Forum and globalism is Putin in Russia and Xi in China. They understand what these culprits are trying to do, and they're not buying into it. So, uh, and here uh, we have the John Kerry's of the world who bought into that uh, the climate change fraud uh, that's going on. And I can say living in Montana, we've had uh, nine changes of weather just in the last two weeks. So, yeah, climate change is real. <laughs> and it always has been. So it's nothing new. Uh, and so it's a total fraud. And uh, the, the billions of dollars that uh, the United States and other countries have put into backing all of this is, is incredible. But you'll have the list of names. Uh, the week after next, uh, I think there are some of them are already out there of the attendees, uh, particularly Americans who will be attending the Davos. So it's going to be interesting what they come out with now in light of what's going on in the world. So, uh, but we're going to nail these people. We're going to nail them good. And uh, many of them have conducted treason against America, as we pointed out in our books as well, aiding and abetting the enemies of the world. And uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, we've never seen anything like this in America before what's happening to us and what these people are doing. A number of our uh, of our leaders and uh, uh, country leaders around the world are 
the product of the World Economic Forum. They've been trained as uh, right. young global leaders. Uh, and I understand that the training to become a young global leader actually goes on for a number of years. I think it's six years, which is astonishing to think about. Yeah, they have a formal program. I think it's the youth something, uh, but yeah. they developed that uh, curriculum uh, to teach all this stuff to up and coming uh, young men and women that end up being in governments, uh, whether it's in England, France, uh, or whatever. Right, uh, Trudeau. I'd like to get your feedback on some of these real global issues. Um, you mentioned that the two of the two groups that don't uh, go along with this are, uh, you know, clearly are uh, Russia and China, and I think also Islam. Islam uh, views itself as as uh, committed to ruling the world. That's part of the philosophy, the uh, theology, and, and of course they want to destroy religion. I know you know that. I think it just wasn't in your, your list or my list. They want to destroy God and religion completely. Sure. So they can wipe out anything that stands in their way. Now, my own notion of of uh, of the Western Empire is that it's just totally being used by the Chinese communists and uh, that they view the entire Western world as uh, the intellects and the leaders as, uh, um, you know, useful fools who uh, uh, they they are making them wealthy, but they'll wipe, they can wipe out that wealth in a minute when they dominate the world. And I think that that's Basically, what's going on is somehow our folks, the Bill Gates and the, the other billionaires, many of our billionaires who are working so closely with China, people don't know Bill Gates has got two major awards from the Chinese communists. We He's have a dangerous the, person. Yeah, very dangerous. And um, But basically, I see the Chinese communists as being able to eat them alive once America is demolished. And there's this conceit they seem to have that the NATO, that NATO will be the army of the new world order when um, the Chinese, I mean, the, the Chinese communists will laugh at that. Um, so I think that what we're ultimately facing is is the, the threat of the Chinese communists alongside with them allying with Islam to some extent, though they are certainly not sympathetic toward them, allying with Russia with, to some extent. And... Uh, and and they're the danger of allowing thousands of Chinese young men into America to attack from within when this thing comes to a boil. And this is sort of the larger scope I'm looking at. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, and they, and in our book, some of our writings too, we show how they've infiltrated Wall Street, for example, mm. and the banking system, the cultural centers they've set up at the different universities and. Uh, colleges, uh, so they they've infiltrated uh, completely into American society. Uh, in music, for example, we have some instances in there about a young lady in San Francisco whose family is a member of the Chinese Communist Party, and she's one of the lead performers. Uh, so uh, they've been very smart in doing that. Now, also, what you have you mentioned uh, some other aspects of what's happening globally. Uh, you see the demise of Europe as it once was, the traditions, the history. Um, and, and so what's happened is they've created a whole new Eastern alliance. BRICS, for example, a new yeah. financial integration system. Uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China. Yes. Now there's almost 40, I understand, members. 
uh, and the African nations now are really, if you, if you watch the press, uh, they're being settled in uh, with Chinese or doing in, internal developments and so on. And they're going into Nigeria, which has some of the richest uh, minerals in the world uh, and underneath, and the Chinese know this. Uh, and so you find the, these countries now are aligning with Russia and China, and they're trying to diminish and trying to kill Arabia now will not deal in petrodollars. And so they're going to be dealing in the, in the yuan, uh, in the rubles. Uh, digital yuan. They'll be, in, they'll be dealing with China's digital yuan. Yeah, that will give the Chinese yeah, even more control. You go. But China's got a lot of problems internally as well. I mean, they're uh, whether they're going to hit Taiwan, we don't know. We know it's on their list uh, to take down and integrate Taiwan. Taiwan has a great armed forces, by the way. Um, and so China realizes Japan has one of the best armed forces in the world, South Korea. Uh, and, of course, we have our two fleets uh, that are out in the Pacific now. We have a Marine division there. But that, that's sort of off a little bit of Taiwan. But that's part of the mix when you look at everything. And uh, China's real estate market has collapsed. Uh, many people invested in these ghost cities over there have gone bankrupt. Uh, so uh, they have economic problems, and it's costing them a lot of money in this Silk Belt initiative uh, across uh, uh, across uh, Asia, across in, in the, into the Middle East and up into Europe. So, But they basically, we'll see, uh, NATO will be dismantled. I don't think it will be a factor in the future at all because of Ukraine. Uh, the, the countries just don't want to fund it anymore, and we've been funding two-thirds of it anyhow. Um, but uh, they, they serve no purpose anymore. They kept pushing, pushing um, Ukraine to be a part of NATO, and Putin warned them, don't do it. Uh, that, that's not going to happen, and that's part of the reason he took the eastern part of Ukraine, which he's going to control along with Crimea. So that's still a boiling situation, but I think that's probably going to come to an end after this winter because I don't think the Ukrainians can tolerate uh, uh, any more uh, deaths. They, they've lost almost 14 million people, Peter and Oh, Ginger. my God, I didn't Hungary. know that. Have left, gone to Poland. Uh, oh, okay, not, not gone to Hungary, gone to mm -hmm. even in the United States. 14 million people. What is the death toll there for the Ukrainians? Do you have any idea? Oh, it's, yeah, I, I get different numbers all the time. It's uh, It's in the millions. Yeah. Yeah, and, folks, uh, you should uh, be honored to be hearing what you're hearing today. We're we're really trying to make clear to you the size of the destruction aimed at the U.S., uh, aimed at controlling the world ultimately, right. and some of the complexities. Um, we're getting further educated. It's an amazing opportunity uh, to talk with you, sir. What about um, Israel? My own thinking about it is, well, first, Hamas, we know now, is very close to the communist Chinese. <laughs> Big surprise. The man who organized the amazing attack across the border that supposedly surprised the uh, Israelis, which I no longer believe. We could, I don't know if we want to get too much into that. I'm, I'm Jewish. Uh, it, just, uh, it just appalls me. But um, I think that Another group that is expendable in terms of the globalists are both the Jews, of course. The, the Jews have always threatened uh, large hegemonies that want you to accept their religion because uh, 
the Jews have uh, historically, not so much now really, but historically have you know, represented the idea of one God. They fought the Roman Empire. They were one of the few groups that would say, okay, we'll accept your religion. You'll accept, you'll let us have ours. That's fine. And they said no. And that's how the Jews got dispersed around the world by the Roman Empire. So the Jews and also Islam stands in the way of um, of a globalist hegemony because as I, I think they're competing. They've got their own religious dedication to a government, not just a religion, a government of the world. Um, in their religion, government and the religion are not really separate as, as I understand it. It's not how they organize themselves. So part, of, I think, of what's going on in Israel, and I want to just push this by you, is uh, the globalists are happy to have uh, Israel and the Arabs tear each other apart, really happy. And the communists, in, toward that end, are uh, backing Hamas heavily. And the backing of Israel, I think, is getting thinner and thinner. What are your thoughts on that, sir? And well, contradict me if you think I'm off. No, it's it's just a terribly uh, complex uh, situation, and uh, what happens outside of uh, that area, which affects uh, Iran, which provides a lot of oil yeah. to China. Uh, we know Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, their their pawns, their puppets uh, of Iran uh, over there. Uh, and China, you're reminding us of Iran's and connection to China again. So, folks, this is, this is the web. That's exactly, it's a web. And of course, uh, Russia has uh, provided a lot of technology to the Iranians, particularly in their nuclear development program. They already have nukes, by the way. We keep saying, well, when they get nuclear, they already have nuclear weapons. They have the Shahab rocket system. They have the guidance system. They've worked with the North Koreans. Every time the North Koreans tested any nuclear weapons, uh, you always had a team of Iranians right there. And we have a record of that. So people say, well, maybe in 10 months. No, they have nuclear weapons. And then they have the Club K system, uh, which the Russians sold them uh, decades ago. I did an article on it probably 20 years ago. But it's using containers that you can put on a ship. And inside that container is a uh, Shahab missile. And so they can take that freighter across the Atlantic, park it 50 kilometers off New York. The hole opens up. The Club K missile launch system comes up. They launch it, close it back down, take a circle back, head back to uh, Europe, for example. They can also put them on 18-wheelers. And so right. we're suspect right now that they may have some Club K capability in the United States with all these containers that have come into the United States. So, and many of them have never been checked, by the way. Uh, Mary Fanning points that out in one of her articles. So, you know, just, the world is in turmoil right now, uh, all over the place. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm sure, Ginger and Peter, you face the same thing. I talk to very educated people. They still can't connect the dots. Right. They look at me like, are you, are you crazy? This isn't happening. Well, it is happening. Because I don't deal in conspiracies. I deal in the truth. So... Yeah, this this is very good. I'm I'm really working with you to make this a connecting the dots show and with Ginger, and uh, that's my goal here, folks. Is we we have this this brilliant, brave, courageous man who knows so much, mm -hmm. and um, 
part of a wonderful team. We'll, all right. And my wife is showing me we have 25 <laughs> seconds left. So we'll we'll uh, take a, a brief break from uh, General Paul Vallelee and uh, his wonderful working team and be back for a third segment. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. We're back with uh, General Vallelee and Major General Vallelee and with Dr. Peter Bregan and Ginger Bregan on The Pulse, America Out Loud, The Pulse. General, um, do you have anything hopeful in your mind? I, I searched my mind and Ginger's mind, and I was doing a video show earlier today with an Israeli group, and the, you know, I, I, it's hard to hard to come up with a hopeful scenario other than God will intervene <laughs> before it's too late. And uh, God doesn't always intervene. God has his own agendas. It's not ours. His timetable's not ours. Uh, what do you see going on that could turn this around? 
Well, we wrote in one of our books last year, America's Endgame for the 21st Century, and the whole first chapter had to do with the spiritual awakening of America. Yeah. Unless we wake up and get back to honesty, integrity, the truth, and solve our problems looking through a reality prism rather than a political prism. And there's a story behind that. I wrote a book on it. I'll tell it to you if you'd like to hear it. Sure. But it makes so much sense. Uh, I was a co-delegate uh, in, in Egypt in 20, uh, I think it was 2014, uh, right after the uh, the second revolution uh, in Egypt, when uh, General al-Sisi and the, and the military basically uh, threw out Morsi, the Muslim Brotherhood guy, after he had destroyed the economy and uh, was taking Egypt down a fully Islamic path, which uh, many of them didn't, didn't want to go down that. So anyhow, I went over with a delegation, uh, and uh, I'm sitting in uh, General al-Sisi's office at the, at the uh, headquarters of the Egyptian Armed Forces. And on one side were 12 generals. I'm sitting there with General al-Sisi about eight feet from me. And one major general, he was, he was just, he was so upset with America because uh, Obama and our Congress cut off all military aid to Egypt after that second revolution, before President al-Sisi, before al-Sisi became president. And uh, he said, you know, we've been allies for 40-some years, and because our population needed a new leader, and it wasn't a coup, by the way, it really was an uprising, uh, and you cut off all our aid. And John al-Sisi turns to me, he says, that's correct. He said, I'm responsible for the Sinai working with Israel. I've got the Suez Canal. I've got the Mediterranean. I've got two failing nations, Somalia to my south, Libya to my west. I've got to restore the economy. And he said to me, so, well, he asked me, actually, he says, why does America always try to make its decisions politically through a political prism? Everything's about politics in America. Boy, so true today. He said, I have to look through a reality prism. And boy, that hit me. That was, uh, uh, and I came back, I wrote a whole book on that. But the idea is you can't solve problems unless you look through a reality prism of what's really going on in our cities, what's going on in the economy. If you try to make a political decision, then it gets mixed up in uh, uh, the politics of America, you know. Uh, and uh, that's why they can't solve problems today. They're trying to do it through a political prism. So that's the story behind that. But it, it's so important today that as we move towards and try to bring America back, restore America back, that we have to have that awakening. And I do see that happening now. I see it in the school districts. I see it in different areas throughout the United States uh, where the American people see and have a feeling what's going on more and more each day. But uh, uh, with God's help, uh, we're going to turn it around, restore America, uh, and we're going to do it with uh, Donald Trump. I want to check out a, a piece of uh, the underside of the story. As I remember, it was President Obama going to Egypt and throughout the area and stirring up the, quote, Arab Spring, Correct. supporting the Muslim Brotherhood that led to the Muslim Brotherhood taking over the nation. Right. Is, that, is that correct? Okay. Exactly. And then that led to 
the generals taking it back right because they literally were more for economic freedom and for uh, a secular state right correct that's amazing um we have uh we have about 12 minutes left we've already accomplished more in this show i think than almost any other show i've ever done uh, yes <laughs> um uh, and uh, we want to again thank you for being here. And um, where would you be? Where would you fill in right now? What would you like to talk about, sir? Well, Anything I want to talk. Point? I want to talk about getting President Trump ready uh, for the future. And uh, I've suggested to some that uh, he get four or five retired generals uh, to advise him mm -hmm. uh, on. Um, rebuilding our military, re-imaging our military, get it back to where it should be. Uh, and as I said, Trump uh, didn't meet with his generals much when he, even when he was in office and many of them turned on him. They were a lot of woke generals that were appointed by Obama uh, when they were brigadiers or colonels. And so what we have now are all these Obama uh, picked uh, admirals and and generals that are three and four stars. So we've got to get rid of them. We've got to cut all that out. So the best thing we can do is to put together plans and assist the new president, what we have to do. And uh, he cannot, he's got to, he's got to destroy this deep state that runs everything. You know, some of the recommendations we have, some of these organizations need to be redone, closed down. CIA needs to be redone. It needs to surface some, close it down on Friday, open it up on Monday with something else. Take away the FBI from the Department of Justice, do away with it, and create some other kind of investigative uh, federal agency that can take care of uh, those things at the federal level. The other thing is the governors under uh, the 10th Amendment have to be more involved in what's happening in America. We've got red state and blue state governors. We've tried to get the red state governors to form an alliance to assist uh, Americans in the MAGA project make America great again. We can't get the governors to cooperate. And poor Governor Abbott down there, he's he's taking uh, all the, uh, the the thousands are crossing the Texas border, and he finally, finally has taken over part of that border near Eagle Pass. So, you know, this is what we call about team building, but it's the governors, it's the local counties that have to do things to, to take care of themselves. We got to support the police. We got to start punishing these criminals uh, that are robbing our stores, uh, our shopping malls, people being killed all over the place, um, protect protect the Constitution. Um, so I mean that that that's a whole thing. You know I would I would add to this the the, uh, the medic the medical group. Uh, then the medics yeah I mean, because the people who were advising him medically right. were traitors. And, traitors. Uh, absolute traitors. Uh, yeah, Fauci uh, should be on. Fauci and that woman yeah. uh, who even wrote about Burks. it. Uh, Dr. Burks. B-I-R-X. Give it to me, David. B-I-R-X. B-I-R-X. Yeah, they totally misled President Trump. They cheated him completely. And uh, one of the things, one of the things I just wrote about and have been talking about is how I've got an article on our Substack, Ginger and Peter Brain's Substack. DOD ran warp speed from its inception, sidelining FDA and drug companies. 
what do you make? We, we now, it seems like we know with certainty, we even have the or, organizational board, the whole works, that the Department of Defense essentially rolled out the vaccines, mm-hmm. organized them, marshaled the whole thing, distributed them, and they were never researched at all in any formal way, uh, including that the very, the, um, the very protocols, they call the protocols for the research studies, were invalidated on the, by the FDA. The, that is, the FDA was not allowed to set up its own research protocols to approve the drugs. So the drugs were never approved, even in a rough fashion. And it's all military. Does that sound right to you? But that's where my research has led me conclusively. Well, yeah, Fort Detrick, Maryland, uh, a lot of the biological uh, advancements and studies have been done uh, been done there, yeah, and uh, the labs that were militarily supported in the Ukraine. A lot of people don't know about those, but we anticipate that uh, they may launch another uh, uh, bio attack against America prior to the election. That's out there now. Whether that's not going to happen or not, but they're already talking about new vaccines and uh, new requirements. Yep. yep. We have to may have to mask again, and so uh, you know that that issue is not dead at all, and uh, we can expect that they may use that as another weapon against the American people. Now I know some people are uh, some some analysts are saying that that's part of the fear campaign, uh, whether or not uh, there's anything to an actual uh, infectious agent that could mm-hmm. end up infecting the population in an epidemic or a pandemic way, but that it's at the very least being talked about often in a way to try and get countries, especially the United States, to cooperate with uh, WHO, World Health Organization, and give World Health Organization really complete veto power and control over uh, health within the United States yeah. to the to the degree that the Constitution is completely thrown out the window. Right. Yeah, and the and the administration has introduced some of those measures at the World Health Organization. Well, we we have a captured administration yeah. right now. One thing I would make maybe is a little distinction from the way you're thinking about it, Ginger, as I as I go over it in my own mind, is it almost doesn't matter whether it's a threat or a reality. Exactly. I agree. Okay. Completely. So, so even if it's just a fake threat, that's all the original virus was. Right. So one way or another whether they have a more or less uh, flu-like, uh, I mean, the, the actual SARS-CoV-2 was was very harmless to almost all Americans except the elderly. You had to be my age, 87, to be the uh, zero target uh, uh, age group. And a large portion of the elderly who were ended up being affected were killed by the uh, procedures that were ordered right. to be put in place in the hospitals, like the ventilators, remdesivir, right, yeah. and others. So whether well, it's fear porn or real, it's the same thing. They want to shut us yeah. down, vaccinate us, because the vaccine's the weapon. The ultimate weapon's the vaccine. Exactly. Yeah, right. Well, well known. Let me go to uh, a really painful thought, which is, um, what do we do about Donald Trump being so taken in by Operation Warp Speed? Thank you. And and what <laughs> do, we, to be do we get in there? We've got to get in there the medical and scientific people that we call the freedom movement to be able to talk to Trump and say, look, 
we don't know what you want to do politically, whether you want to admit the truth or not. But the, one of the biggest threats to your presidency is whether the freedom movement is, that is health educated is going to go with you because you went along with the globalists. You're the first anti-globalist president in memory, and you went along with the biggest globalist hoax. The vaccines, which turns out to be organized by your own Department of Defense under your nose, that was even out in the open. We found documents that eh, any Trumper could have found, uh, but I found it first somehow or other. We we were talking about it on our web on our um, website and our sorry our Substack. So, I mean, it boggles the mind. I start stumbling. What do we do about? President Trump and, the, and his devotion to the vaccine. It's very frightening, his continued devotion to the vaccine. Yes. Because, yes. It, because he could end up um, be, falling for it again. I think he doesn't want to come out now before the election and get involved in that issue, though it's a front. It's right up there with defense, all the other threats. It's right there. So on day one or whatever, energy, threats, that's got to be tabled up there. He's got to come out and say that it was a total fraud against America and the world population. He's yet to do that. He's yet to do that. People keep waiting for him. Because he knows the Fauci and the rest of them are all guilty. Yeah, he's got to know that. Our dear friend departed now, Zev Zelenko, Got an ear almost to Trump. He got an ear to Rudy Giuliani. And Giuliani talked to Trump. And that's why Trump originally supported hydroxychloroquine. Right. It was really through uh, through Zelenko, I do believe, and and Giuliani. Is there anybody that is close to Trump now who is going to tell him the truth about the vaccine? I've never asked anybody this. Uh, Do we know? None that I know of. Oh, dear. None that I know, but he needs that, just like he needs some generals to guide him on what needs to be done to eliminate our threats like the cartels. He needs strong people. He had a bunch of amateurs in there as well. He had some good people on the economic side. He never got the generals and admirals to support him. He had the FBI, Department of Justice, CIA turn against him, the Russian hoax. Working directly against him. Working against him. Yeah. Uh, but he battled through all of that very well. So the, the things that he didn't really uh, turn around or explain was exactly the, the COVID uh, and the vaccines and all of that. So that needs to be done by him as soon as possible after he's elected. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought it up. It's painful to bring up. It it, it's on everyone's minds, though. Yeah. Everyone was a freedom fighter. Right. <laughs> I right. don't know. I guess in the circle that I'm running in. <laughs> <laughs> We're all part of that circle to help America. Yeah, that's right. If you look at it from a doctor's standpoint, it needs a lot of healing right now. That's right. It leads <laughs> a, anybody's viewpoint. We need more courage, more courageous merits. Listen, yes. listen to the show today, folks, and Find what your gifts are from God or nature or whatever, however you view it, and bring them into this fight. It's the last stage of American survival that we're in right now. And if we go, it's over. It's over, folks. 
We have one minute for a closing remark, General, if you would like to make one. Sounds like we need a prayer. <laughs> well, the, the prayer would be for hope. Uh, the prayer would be for be strong. You can go to church, you can pray, but God wants you to take action. Jesus took action, okay? And that's what we need to do is take action and make sure we preserve our Constitution, our way of life that has been so fruitful for so many. Yeah, we've made mistakes over the years. But you have to be awakened. You have to have a positive attitude that you're going to do something about it. Wherever you are, whether you're a school board meeting or it's your uh, local precinct uh, helping to get the uh, voting machines done and all of that, you've got to be dedicated to, to restore America and, and get, a, get rid of dishonesty and <coughs> political involvement from the standpoint of trying to control things politically. Let people vote the truth. And then we can we can uh, we can rebuild America and reconstruct it and restore it. Um, so that would be my message. Thank you, General Valley. Your new book is uh, the um, Beyond Treason. Beyond Treason. That's the one that's going to be coming out soon. Right, end of February. That's the damage that's been caused by the treasonous individuals in our government and organizations. Yeah. I think you're going to find it very very insightful. Thank you very, very much, folks. Spread this story around. This show captures so much of what needs to be said to the American people and the world. Thank you. Okay, thank you for the invitation. Look forward to doing it again.